Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. You guys should be hearing this one by, you know, 6, 7 o'clock tonight. I'm doing it in the afternoon. Had to get rid of the snow this morning. We got these weather people always saying it's going to be 12 to 18 inches. It's like, you're just lying to us, bro. But I uh, hope you guys are doing well. We are coming at you today with the Thursday episode focused on fitness, nutrition, the second part of the uh, three video series I'll be doing um, on push-pull leg exercises. Today we're going to be hitting the, the pull piece, which I probably, you know, I feel like it's always easy to, to do the push exercises. It's fun to, you know, uh, work the front part of your body because you could see it, right? Um, but you know, pull exercises are just are just as important. Um, you know, pull exercises are performed when the muscles basically pull weight toward the body during you know concentric portions of the movements and lengthen the weight uh, away from the body during the eccentric portion. So, you know, uh, I think we understand what that is by this point. But um, the majority of the muscles used for pulling exercises make up what is known as the posterior chain. Um, posterior chain, you know, group of muscles predominantly comprised of those tendons and ligaments along your back, your neck, your hip, um, you know, your traps. Your traps go all the way down to, to your middle rhomboids up there. You know, and, and us um, as humans, we've been spending more and more time, you know, seated during the day, particularly during COVID. And, you know, this really uh, hurts our posterior chain muscles. So for me, you know, something I got to work on, uh, your posterior chain is a primary mover for forward, uh, propulsion, right? Including those movements, jumping, uh, pushing, pulling, running, even, you know, squatting, neglecting your chain could really negatively affect your posture, your strength, your mobility, your flexibility. Um, you know, you got to focus on the back as much as you do as the front, right? The best way to really avoid the poor movement is to is to have a, a pull day, right? So you're going to be working at your back. You're going to be working at your biceps a little bit. Uh, you can throw traps in there as well. Um, typically, we'll split up these upper body pull exercises into two different categories, horizontal pull and, uh, you know, vertical pull as well. So, you know, let's jump right into it. Um, you know, these... Uh, these pull exercises, again, it's going to be, uh, I'm going to try to give you some uh, objectivity as well as give you different options, but my first suggestion, I'll throw this, again, you can check at the bottom of this, we'll put a little workout in there. Um, you got to do a little bit of uh, pre-activation drills, um, and simply, you know, a single arm lat pull down. Um, again, I'm not going to, you know, break down these exercises. There's people out there, you can just type it, Google it. Um, it'll be much, you know, definitely listen to them before you listen to me. But, um, I've, I, like I said in the, in the other episode, I have done a, a push pull and I do think this workout is pretty effective. So it's all about changing it up. But first, uh, the exercise you want to do is, is simple, uh, single arm lat pull downs to really activate, um, your lats. This is something I think that people don't really put a lot of time into. And again, with these exercises today, we're going to be do, talking about, Probably five to six sets, maybe more. So first step, single arm lat pull down to really activate, get the blood flowing to the uh, to your back, right? And it's also been showed, um, a study done by Fisher Sullivan and uh, Ku, uh, that doing uh, 
glute pre-activation drills has activation carryover to heavier compound exercise. So if you want to throw some some glute in there as well, um, I think that would be pretty beneficial. Um, I think the you know the underrated piece of this is how you kind of set up your your back day. And I would say these could all be moved around. Um, you know, if you're somebody who likes to um, do the, the, the heavy deadlift. You know, I'm going to talk about that at the end. This is something you could throw in the beginning. But for me, I like to start off with, um, you know, just the, the, the classic simple uh, pull-up. Pull-ups are the go-to, one of the most effective exercises for strengthening those back muscles. They work your latimus dorsi, your, your traps, your thoracic uh, spine, and your infraspinatus. Uh, they also are great for strengthening the arm and shoulder muscles, right? Just by, um, you know, even just by hanging, you're going to get great release. You're going to be, uh, if you're somebody who performs pull-ups regularly, you're going to work on those forearms, shoulders, and the grip improvement, right? Um, most people, uh, like even me, I can only probably rip out 8 to 10. Um, but when you improve, typically the reason why you can't get there is the, either the grip strength for me, that's something that's rough or, you know, your back's not strong. Just start off with assisted. Um, that will be just fine. Uh, you know, grip strength is really underrated and it, and, uh, it's something that'll help with your deadlift. It'll help with your, um, you know, everything. The, the pull up, another reason why I like it, uh, just increases your overall fitness and it'll give you that kind of, you know, V shape studies show that strength training, um, is important for promoting bone development, and particularly uh, with the pull-up, you see that even more. It's something that can get your heart your heart racing. And I would say, starting off with, uh, just try to get to 75 to 100. That could be a nice little burner, maybe too much, but um, I think that is, you know, just something that, uh, that at least, that could really challenge the muscles. And there's different variations you could do. Um, you know, the assisteds are more for beginners, but you know, you could start weighting them and, and getting them down. There's so many different options here just to throw it in. Um, six by 10, you give to seven or eight, eight sets uh, of 10 doing it that way. They really are challenging. And that's why, you know, um, I think mixing that in with chin ups, mixing it with wide, um, you know, whichever way you get there, always, always good to kind of, uh, surprise your body a little bit there. So definitely want to make sure you have that in there. Um, the next piece, I'm going to stick with, uh, again, trying to to give you my opinion. But, you know, for, for the next two exercises after your pull-up, I would like you to do two different sets of rows. Um, you know, this could be a single-arm row. This could be a metal row. This could be, you know, a cable-seated row. For me, um, the most beneficial and from what I'm looking at, and even for my development, has been, uh, I'm going to talk about the metal row. And the cable seat row. These are two I've been doing in my program for the last two months. And it's really been, uh, really been, I think these are underrated. They always tell you to kind of start with lap pull downs. And those are more the classics. But, you know, there's a reason why these uh, suck more, right? So one study found that uh, when train lifters did uh, overhand pull downs compared to, uh, you know, just a uh, more of a, uh, a cable metal row in particular, um, when they perform these exercises, more muple, more muscle fibers were, were used in the lats. Um, when they used a um, you know a, uh, a a seated cable row, so more muscles are actually activated when you're using a uh, a seated 
position. So, you know, muscle activity lats was more than 40% greater than when they just did classic uh, grip pulldowns. Rows do appear to be the better exercise for stimulating more of that lat muscle. So I would, I'm would, i going to give you a lat pulldown at the end, but I'm going to say here, start stick with two rows. Um, starting your, your, your back workout, really the heavy lifting after you do a, uh, a row exercise is going to help you place more overload on those lats. That's going to increase your muscle size. And, uh, you know, the cable pulldown is pretty classic. Uh, I think it's pretty simple. The metal row could be a little bit more... Um, you know, more advanced, but it is unilateral, which gives you more freedom to kind of move your uh, the single arm up and down. And, you know, if you guys aren't too familiar with the metal row, it's basically, you know, a single-handed row using a um, a dumbbell end to kind of just, you know, come up and do a row. The, the seated row, um, as well, is a safer exercise, um, you know, and, and as the metal row is too. So I do think these are a little safer than kind of letting um, the dumbbell hang over in a single arm row. But uh, there is less stress on the on the lower back, which is key. Um, and I do think with the seated cable row, uh, movements provide constant tension throughout that entire movement if you're doing them correctly. So, you know, just using cables could really let you play around with the concentric and the eccentric portions of the exercise. And this is going to really give you that thickness that you're looking for. And there's different, you know, ways you could do the seated cable row too. But I would say throw those two in there. Uh, then after that, you know, it's always good to have some sort of uh, lat pull down, right? So so the lat pull down is more of the classic go-to. Uh, those are the most popular in my gym. You know, these are extremely effective at correcting your rounded back for posture when doing it the right way. You know, they're going to train the body to kind of depress and adduct those shoulder blades. So really get that squeeze when you're coming down. And over time, you'll see improved shoulder function. You're going to dis, uh, really get away from that, that poor posturing. And it's a nice way to kind of finish the uh, the lattice dorsi muscle. Really, uh, It's really going to stabilize that lumbar spine and to really give it multi-directional stability. And there is, really, some people have... This preconceived notion that the wider you go, the um, the more um, muscle growth there is. I don't really think, from the studies I was looking at, that they all kind of seem to to just have uh, different views on that. So I would say to always change it up, similar to your your pull up regimen that you're going to start this off with. You're going to do three, four different different sides. You could do do this the same way. You could do a, a Y, you could do a narrow, um, and I think you know when you stabilize the the muscle, right? You'll really in turn be performing and uh, improving the squats, deadlifts, bench press, all those other things that um, need spinal stabilization. But technique is key here. You got to maintain that, you know, that slightward back lean, keep that spine neutral, keep that posture, neck long, all that kind of classic stuff that, um, that we know about, right? Now, when you get to the end, um, I would say, you, you know, you need to do deadlifts, right? Deadlifts are really just one of those exercises that the it's high risk, high reward, right? It's very quintessential in this weightlifting space. I'm throwing it at the end because, you know, I'm not the biggest deadlifter and I am slowly working that. But if you think about it, you're going to be... Uh, you're going to be burnt out by this, right? And I just think it's better to stick to a more classic, um, more of a burn workout for a for your, your, your deadlift. So maybe, you know, for, for example, for me, I only do deadlifts once every two weeks, just because I, I know the, it does weigh, no matter what kind of deadlifting you're doing, you're going to, it's going to put some type of 
strain on that back, right? So the deadlift um, is is has a lot of benefits to it if you stick to it. Yeah, first, you have to know what you're doing, right? You got to grasp that free bar. You got to really kind of engage that those lats and, and lock up and, and, and be able to stand up tall and not bend forward and keep that back straight. There's a lot of dangerous things to it, but I think by having it at the end, you're going to naturally, in your mindset, use it more as a hypertrophy training. You're not going to sit here and try to put, you know, four plates on each side and just kind of rip through it. Um, that's why I'll throw this at the end here before you get into your biceps. It's just so good for that posterior chain movement. It's going to increase that fat burning. Um, this is one of those taxing exercises that you're really going to be using everything in that posterior chain. And studies have been shown that people who use the, uh, the use the deadlift, um, you know, have an additional uh, fat burning uh, deficit there that really, um, adds to it because it's pretty taxing. It's going to help that posture. Same thing as lat pull down. This is more of a, you know, look at this for more as for mobility, right? Um, it's using every single muscle group and it, it really helps, um, you know, when you're in real life, right? Like today I was shoveling and you know, if uh, you don't have that that clean lower back, you can't lift up, you can't do stuff, right? It's going to help in, in, improve that that grip strength as well. So you definitely, again, don't go too heavy on the deadlift, but they are extremely good for you. Um, and that would kind of conclude the the pure back exercises, right? So uh, you're going to end this with a nice bicep exercise. And again, leaving it open to you guys, whatever you like. I think doing things unilaterally is better for that mind-muscle connection. You could focus more on it, but uh, if your time is, is pushed, you know, you could end up uh, doing, you know, preach curls. You can end up doing uh, seated uh, incline on, on each side. Whatever gets you to, to, that gives you that pump for some, you know, biceps are typically a show muscle. So, you know, whatever gets you, you know, for me, I like doing a uh, an easy bar curl over a, uh, a preacher or as well as just kind of leaning down, but it depends with whatever gets you there. So, you know, we're going to, you know, you're doing a lot in this exercise. I never realized that my back is killing me. I did this yesterday. Shout out to Petey who crushed me. Oh my God. This is similar to our workout, but we did a giant set, which is basically imagine doing eight, these eight exercises uh, back to back to back without stopping. And that's something, you know, I'm more than happy to talk to you about. But in this, you're going to be taking your, your your typical breaks, you know, minute, minute and a half, and I'll put these down at the bottom. But to conclude, you're going to get that lat activation going, right, with those single lat pull-downs. You're going to move over after that to just pull-ups, right? And again, I, I would say try to get to 75 to 100 pull-ups. Really exhaust those. And then you're moving to your, your two different types of rows. Um, we've suggested uh, doing metal rows and also doing... Uh, you know, seated cable rows. But if you like single arm, you could jump there. Uh, lap pull downs would be next. Uh, and then uh, the deadlift. And then the, the the bicep curls, which are all useful. And again, if you're somebody who, you have to use your brain with this. And if you're somebody who is naturally smaller biceps, you could throw in another bicep exercise. Those are fun. Who doesn't like doing that, right? So I think, um, you know, this will... Give you guys, uh, you know, the second piece to what you're looking for of your pull exercise. And again, you always go do push, pull, and then legs. And and a common question that came up is deadlift. Is that with leg or back? It's just not. I don't think it's uh, efficient to to do squats and deadlifts the same day. You know, you'd be taking, uh, you know, probably a day break in between your pull and your leg workouts. I definitely want to throw 
deadlifts in here. Uh, and again, I do them every other uh, week just, just for safety purposes. Um, I think this will conclude our kind of pull exercises. I will put the little sample routine below. I hope you guys like this one. Uh, you know, want to throw a little shout out to our new uh, partners, Nature, uh, you know, Na- Nature, Nature Bound Co. Those are our guys over there. Um, you know, I will link them as well in, uh, you know, in our, uh, at the bottom here, they just, you know, I, I, I've been pretty particular with who we are, we're going to partner up with going forward. And, um, the more views we get and all that stuff, you know, they, they've been beautiful to us and I want to be, you know, great back. Thank you for the, the, you know, the sweater I got from them and, and just cool hiking gear that, uh, everybody can use backed by nature. I will put that in there for you guys, uh, just hiking apparel. Um, so, you know, if you're somebody who's active, most of you guys are definitely want to check them out. Just use the code causing the effect podcast, get yourself 40% off. Um, you know, and that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. Always uh, keep telling your friends. I really appreciate where this is going. Um, you know, all the people that have said nice things, it means a lot. Seriously. Um, I appreciate it very much and we'll just keep going. Um, we're getting there guys slowly and surely. Um, you know, tell your friends about this, leaving reviews help, but you know, the word of mouth is the, the key to this. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much. Any questions, feel free to, to email us causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. As always stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Bye guys. Talk to you later.